0: How can anyone, whether they want to work in a language school or privately from their own laptop anywhere in the world, create a rewarding and impactful career teaching English as a second language, even if they are just starting out or have no teaching experience or ability? Hi, my name is Lynette Kim and here on the TESOL Talk Podcast, I aim to answer that very question. In situations where you have to put together your own lesson plans, it's important to follow some really fundamental basic tips now situations where this comes up perhaps you're teaching at a school they have a afternoon program of study which is like an elective and so there's no set course book for this it's just a case of put together something for conversational English for an hour to an hour and a half classes or put together business English lessons or I mean there's all kinds of programs where you might put together resources for so or you might be private tutor In these instances, making sure that you follow some really good uh, lesson planning tips is vitally important. So tip number one, theme, keep all your resources to the theme and this it goes without saying but it's not always so easy to do so if you have a particular lesson and your theme is travel looking at the pictures and making sure that that's what they depict um, or you know any resources that you use uh, perhaps you've downloaded some forms or some um, different worksheets that you find online just make sure that they're not going off track that they're very very definitely following the theme of for your lesson and this goes on to tip number two which is making sure all the resources that you use are age and level appropriate now you don't need to reinvent the wheel there is so much stuff online and free resources for you to use but keeping to the age and level appropriateness now it goes without saying we're teaching children that, you know, we've got to keep this age appropriate. You don't want anything with innuendo, um, any strange pictures, all that type of thing. But do you know with adults it's similar? So with adults, they can get offended if you're using like pictures that are obviously for children, like, Asian adults do really like cutesy pie stuff. That is true. Japanese, Koreans, they love this stuff. But when it comes to their English lessons, they want things that represent real life, real life situations. And um, so they don't want to be looking at resources that are very clearly might fit the theme might even fit the vocabulary because they might be low level adult students but if it's for children obviously uh, and a bit babyish they won't like it so it your lesson will lose its professionalism. Number three what you need to do is also check over pictures that you use for any hidden issues so these could be age appropriateness again um, it could be sometimes cultural sensitivity being just careful that there isn't something inappropriate that would lead to a cultural uh, clash or misunderstanding especially if you have multicultural classes Um, and make sure that pictures or any resources that you use are professional enough that they've been put together well and you know check them for errors even if you're making a worksheet yourself which things like uh, a biography exchange, questions, dialogues, double check yourself make sure that there aren't errors in there. Number four have a very clear objective So this is what students are going to learn from this lesson. It's linked to the theme, but it's not the theme. With the objective, you want to make sure you've got vocabulary, that fits with that, that that's part of that learning objective that they're going to learn. And it can also be language skills. So just say if the objective was in listening, they were listening for uh, specific information or if it's speaking that they are speaking within a certain tone, like it could be, you know, understanding if someone's complaining or are asking a question, that type of thing. So brings us on to our next one, next level. So when we're thinking about putting together lessons, we want them to be age and level appropriate. Absolutely, yes. But you want to always be thinking of the next level because lessons have to progress. We don't want to keep students at their level. The whole goal is for them to learn. So this means that you've got to be thinking, what can I add in to this lesson to ensure that the students are taking a mental leap from the level they're currently at, just say for example they're intermediate level students, and now I'm putting something in that they have to do or learn, which is lending them towards making a mental leap into upper intermediate the next level up. You need to think about that. Quite often the quickest and easiest way to do this is through vocabulary or idiomatic expressions or contractions, adding in something colloquial, these types of things often are very easily used. And students appreciate this. They'll write down all the new vocabulary. They'll practice it in class. They'll go home and practice it or, you know, check their dictionaries and so forth. So always making sure that you're pushing your students to the next level. Not torturing, but definitely pushing them. All right, the next thing though is keep it simple. So by keeping it simple, the lesson plan shouldn't have overly... um, full detail. Keep a bullet point. Just have in your lesson plan. Um, ex- you need to have obviously your introduction. How are you going to present the lesson theme and objective to the students and the relevancy? Um, and then you want to go through for each task that you have in a lesson. You need to have a section that's how is the teacher going to present this and introduce this to the students? Because it's all well and good to say, oh do." Worksheet one, worksheet two, worksheet three, and these three tasks, voila. But no, you need some instruction. So perhaps if another teacher had to pick up your lesson and teach it, Are you explaining a good way to introduce that task and its appropriacy to the students and its relevancy and get their interest with some engaging way to get them started and understand how this activity is going to benefit them according to their life skills and goals? Always keep it simple, keep it bullet point, but make sure those things are included and have those teacher's notes there always. Because even you as a teacher can forget exactly what you're going to do with the lesson. Timing. You need to always be considering how long is this lesson for? Usually one of these types of elective lessons are either 60 to 90 minutes. So you need to have enough tasks in the lesson, enough worksheets. It's always good to have more than you need. However, you don't want to be burning through material. You want to make sure you have good enough materials in your lessons, good enough objectives that you can adapt and expand on any given activity and make it into more. So just keep that in mind. This brings me to the next thing. After you've taught through your lesson, you want to make sure there's a review few reasons. You want to check for yourself how well the lesson went that students actually learnt, but you need students to understand what it is that they actually learnt in that lesson. The worst thing as a teacher you can have is students to leave your class and for someone like the academic manager of a school to go up to students and say, oh, how was your lesson today? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. What did you learn? Oh, I don't know. i nothing and actually that's not true but students think they learnt nothing because they can't remember all of the things that you put together. But if you review what was learned at the end of the lesson, so you're reviewing the vocabulary, you're reviewing the context of dialogues, this type of thing, students have that fresh in their minds and they go home happy knowing what they've learned and what uh, the objective was and how to practice that. Now, another thing is also just to make sure that you as a teacher review what you've taught you know a little bit of a, a lesson self evaluation have a think about how that lesson went you've gone to all the trouble to create this lesson plan it's a resource you should keep it you want to keep a bank of all these lesson plans that you create so that you can always reuse and so review change something that didn't work something that wasn't fit for purpose a resource change out a resource that you've used you know if you've played a video and it's no longer working and you had to dump it make sure that you put in you know, a new video or uh, perhaps if a worksheet or a resource you got offline was no good or something you created, had mistakes, have your evaluation review and make sure that you change that before you use that lesson plan again. So these lesson plan tips will help and guide you in the process of getting better and more efficient as a teacher and having quality professional lessons that students will learn from and enjoy.